This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Today I want to talk a bit about the difference between wisdom and knowledge. I've always known there is a distinction between the two. I mean, there's a reason that they are listed as two separate spiritual gifts, not to mention the fact that we have two different words for them. But while I've long had a basic idea of that difference, I hadn't really thought it through until a while back. So it started when a list I belong to, an email list, invited everyone to take a look at a particular blog, which claimed that the church was anti-intellectual. So it was an interesting article of things I agreed with and things I didn't. But what really struck me as interesting wasn't just that the church might be anti-intellectual, but that honestly, America as a whole can be anti-intellectual. And let me explain what I mean by that. I don't mean that we don't like education. We do. Um, But we put all of our stock in experts, in facts, in hard knowledge. But we don't put so much emphasis anymore on those who pursue knowledge for its own sake. We love experts, but we poo-poo scholars. And heaven forbid we even mention the word philosophers in this day and age. Now, I consider myself a scholar. Here's what I mean by that. I love learning. And I don't just love learning things in a particular field for a particular purpose. I love the actual learning. I love the discovery process. I love the way new information makes me pause and think and reflect and re-examine everything I once thought I knew. But that really isn't the way most schools these days teach kids to think. And so it's not where society's focus has turned. We as a whole aren't interested anymore in the what-ifs. We're only interested in cold, hard facts. But that's what led me to this distinction. Because really, is there any such thing as a cold, hard fact? There are plenty of things we think we know, and then in a decade or two decades or a century, science proves that that was wrong all along and something else was really true. So those cold, hard facts aren't so cold and hard or factual, right? I mean, case in point, eggs. Are they good for us today? Who knows? Might depend on when you're listening to this. And don't even get me started on Pluto. I miss that planet so much. Definitions, though, change. Science changes. New information comes to light. So knowledge changes. And it's supposed to change. That's part of its very nature. It's really the beauty of the thing. Because we can stand on the shoulders of those who came before us and discovered before us, that means we can reach new heights, new understanding, We can challenge those old so-called facts, and we can find new ones. This is really a wonderful thing. In my sophomore year of college, we read a lot of Aristotle. And one of the translations of the metaphysics that really stuck with me was actually translated by one of our tutors, which is what we call our professors, Joe Sachs. He translated a certain line as, All men by nature stretch themselves out toward knowing. This really hits the truth of the human condition. And it really captures what Aristotle was trying to say. Because it's not that we all know already, right? We're not born with facts just bursting in our minds. And it's not even that we reach toward knowledge, the the having it, the, the already grasping it. But we stretch ourselves out naturally toward the process of figuring things out. Look at any three-year-old for an example, right? What is their favorite question? Why? They're seeking to learn. They're seeking that stretching. But when society starts poo-pooing the process and just emphasizes the facts, 
Well, it isn't good. Discovery grinds to a halt. You end up with a generation of parrots, capable only of telling us what other people thought, unable to think for themselves. So that's knowledge. It has its good, it has its bad, it has its limitations, and it's natural reaching beyond the limitations if we can embrace that. But what about wisdom? Wisdom is something altogether different. Wisdom does not change with time. That's like the thesis of my whole argument here, so I'm going to say it again. Wisdom does not change with time. You can't shed new light on moral truths and have them change. Right is always right, and wrong is always wrong, even after millennia of changing facts. Wisdom is what God most often supernaturally reveals to people. We do see cases where he reveals knowledge. Daniel is a great example. It says that Daniel was given the gift of knowledge. And there are certainly times in in other stories, too, where actual knowledge, facts, or information are, are delivered to a person. But most often, I think that it's wisdom that God gives us. But there is still a reason that the New Testament lists lists both knowledge and wisdom as spiritual gifts. But when we pray, it's rare that God plops a new fact into our laps. But what he does give us regularly is understanding of the human condition, of moral truths, of spiritual precepts. This is wisdom. And this is deserving of all sorts of capital letters. Truth, capital T. Justice, with a capital J. Right, wrong, ideals, principles. But there's a very real difference between biblical wisdom and worldly wisdom, which is addressed many times in the Bible. Worldly wisdom would say might equals right. If you suffer, you're being punished. If you prosper, you must be just and good. Godly wisdom says even when my enemies have me hemmed in all about, even when my world crumbles around me, I will trust in my salvation. I will follow his will even when the world calls me a fool. Worldly wisdom says there is no right and wrong. There's right for me, right for you. Just live and let live. Godly wisdom says I am the way, the truth, and the life. The Bible, beautifully, is not a scientific treatise. It's not just filled with knowledge. If it was, it would expire. It would go out of date. It could be termed wrong. But it can't, and it isn't, because it deals with the unchanging and the unchangeable. It's not about the facts. It's about the wisdom to interpret the facts. Now, the world does try to change this, too. They try to claim that wisdom is like knowledge, mutable and shifting. When the world tries to do that, well, that isn't good either, right? That's how we end up where we have ended up. But understanding the distinction is our first step toward preserving each knowledge and wisdom in its rightful place. And hey, when we can do that, we've all got a little bit of the scholar and the philosopher going on. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club. Books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.